This morning, as, as you see, the focus is on worship. And at Church of the Cross United Methodist, we observe two patterns of worship. One, as we just experienced, is our contemporary style of worship. At 11 o'clock, we will start the traditional style of worship. It is not common for me to stand where I am standing now to give the message. But as I said earlier, there is always a first time. We, as Christians, are Easter people. And I believe we are Easter people not only during the period of Easter, from Easter day to the Sunday before Pentecost, but we are Easter people throughout the year. Because Easter people always have a song in their hearts that the world never gave them. There is a song in our hearts every day. As Easter people, we have a joy that Satan wants to destroy. Easter people have a peace the world cannot take away. At least, that's the way the Apostle John perceived it as he unveils a glimpse of heaven for all to see. Because right now when we read from Revelation, the fifth chapter, John the Apostle is shown what heaven looks like. And in heaven, there is a song all the time. In heaven, there is joy. In heaven, there is peace. My favorite, one of my favorite recording artists is the late reggae singer Bob Marley. And I'm pretty sure most of you don't know much about Bob Marley. But he has a song, Three Little Birds. And in that song, it wants us to understand that even the birds, if you go out during spring or summer, you can hear the sound of the birds as they sing. And so every day, or almost every day when I pray, I thank God for the birds and the songs you hear. And if the birds can sing with their rough life, how much us Christians, because the birds, they have to build their homes every year. The birds, they have to endure rain, sun, snow, and everything else. But yet still, they find time to sing songs of praise, praising their creator. 
Worship, my friends, is more than just praising with words. As sincere as the words might be, it means more than just acknowledging God's greatness. To worship God means to become devoted to God because of his greatness, because of his goodness, and yes, because of his faithfulness. We cannot deny the fact that we serve a great, big, wonderful God. The God who rolled back the waters of the mighty Red Sea and says to the children of Israel, I'll never leave you if you put your trust in me. That's the God we serve, my friends. We serve the God who is a good God. And in his goodness, he gave us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins so that we may be reconciled with him again. And in his faithfulness, we see it all around us, that God is a faithful God. We live in Ohio. The weather describes God's faithfulness. We have rain, we have sunshine, we have wind, we have snow, we have ice, all in due season and sometimes out of season. God gives us what we need. And if you take an account of it, as the hymn says, count your many blessings, name them one by one. You know that God is a faithful God. And so John the Apostle, looking at what's going on in heaven, says to us this morning, worship and you worship in songs. Because he says, then I looked and heard the voice of many angels. The voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They encycled the, the throne and the living creature and the elders in a loud voice. They sang. That's what's going on in heaven. There is singing. And Christians, Easter people, we have to learn how to sing. We all have a voice. The relevant question is not, do you have a voice? The relevant question is, do you have a song? Do you have a song? A song to praise your God. And it is not just on a Sunday morning. You can lift up your voices on Sunday morning, but every day of the week you should have a song. Let the church say amen. amen. Do you have a song? St. Francis is saying, all creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing. Charles Wesley is rejoicing 
For there are now more than a thousand tongues to sing his great Redeemer's praise. Fanny Crosby, having found blessed assurance in Jesus Christ, is praising her Savior all the day long. Do you have a song? Because if you have a song, he will give you the voice. Amen? You need to have a song. I said to Laura this morning, I don't have a good voice. But didn't I sing? I sang. You know why? Because I had a song. And we should all have a song, my friends. Because in heaven, we shall be worshipping. And we shall be worshipping in songs. Secondly, when you look at this passage, my friends, it is not only the fact that we shall be worshipping in song, but it is a widespread singing. It is not just singing for the contemporary worship praise band. It is not just singing for the choral choir, the chancel choir. It is not just singing for those who can sing. It is wa widespread. Because it says it is far-reaching. It is all-encompassing, my friends. It is across the board. Everybody joins in singing. Listen to what the scripture says. Then I had every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all, and all that is in them singing. Everybody is singing. And one of the reasons why everybody Every created thing is singing is because we all have the same creator. And our creator God is listening to us. If you have a song, my friends, you sing it at Church of the Cross, United Methodist. If you have a song outside this building... You sing it because the trees are singing, the leaves are shaking, the birds are singing, the, the things under the sea are singing. That's what John says in the scripture. Everybody is singing. And to sing, you need to have a song. Worshiping songs. Widespread singing. And John concludes in verse 14. And he says, there is a well-meaning song. And what is that song? He says, in a loud voice, they sang, worthy is the lamb who was slain. To him be praise and honor and glory and power forever and forever. Amen. My friends, this is the God we serve. John the Baptist, when he announced the coming, the coming out party for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Who takes away the sins of the world and in heaven the singers are saying worthy is that lamb who took away the sins of the world he took away my sin 
He took away your sin. It was a church, and in this church, they were singing. The soloist who was singing was doing a good job. Then a young boy turned around to his grandmother and whispered, she can sing very well. Can she? Grandma knew the woman. She knew the woman had had a deep love for God. So she said, well, she sings from the heart. That's what makes it good. The boy nodded thoughtfully at what grandma said. Several days later, they were riding together and singing along with the radio when the grandson turned to his grandmother and said, Grandma, when we sing from the heart, my friends, we give glory to God. Singing is not for singers. Singing is for believers. Amen? Singing is for believers. The relevant question is not do you have a voice, but do you have a song? And yes, we have a song every moment of the day. And one of the songs that we shall be singing as Christians together, the writer of the song says, Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace. In the mansions bright and blessed, he'll prepare for us a place. And then we can all come together at the end of the verses and join in the chorus and say, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus will sing and shout the victory. And this morning, my friends, remember that. That when we get to heaven, it will be a day of rejoicing. And when we see Jesus, the only thing we will be doing is to sing and to shout the victory because Jesus has given us the victory by dying on the cross for us. Do you believe that this morning? It is my prayer that even without a voice, you always have a song. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the people of God say, Amen.